And welcome to the Life Support Live podcast, the weekly podcast that explores how Star Trek can help us to boldly go in our own lives to better ourselves and the rest of humanity. As a famous starship captain once said, and as another famous starship captain also once said, the one with the new series on the way, wherever our mission takes us, We'll try to have a little fun along the way. Always, always. That's the goal. Hi, everyone. I'm psychologist Dr. Ali Matu. And I'm Dr. Trek, Larry Nimacek. One of us is a real doctor. And we'll leave it to you to decide who that is. <laughs> hey, every Saturday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, we record this show live on Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook with our audience joining in and rebroadcast here as a podcast. If you'd like to join us live, check out the links in the show notes. And now, let's engage with our regularly scheduled program, Already in Progress. We've got a double whammy for you today. We have a watch-along. So I hope you all have seen um, our... If you haven't, I'll tell you real quick. We're doing a watch-along today of the Voyager Season 4, Episode 23 episode, Living Witness, which is a great Doctor episode. Um, it's a classic, so you want to get with that. So here, it's bring your own media, right, like we've done before. So while we f- get ready, we'll, we'll jabber just a few more seconds. But get it queued up, and we'll all start together, okay? It's on Netflix. It's on Hulu. It's on Amazon Prime. It's on CBS All Access, of course, slash soon-to-be Paramount Plus in a couple of days. Um, so it's commercial-free on all those. There's other platforms where there are commercials you want to get there. But anyway, get Living Witness queued up and we'll be launching today but yes we've done a few watch alongs before the reason we're watching this is because we have two guests today we've never we had do we do we've, yes it's a day of first Sully. we've never had guests <laughs> and a watch along and we've never had us together before yes yes so and the reason for all this is folks if you haven't heard um when the great ds9 documentary what you left behind was was done people were like okay but what about a voyager documentary that's exactly what every single person said. That was the first response. And uh, now we've got the answer. There is a Voyager documentary on the way from the same folks. David Zappone, his company, 455 Films. He worked with Shatner. He did the Spock documentary with Adam Nimoy. Uh, they did all of Shatner's captains, the chaos on the bridge. They did what you leave behind. And um, they're working on the Voyager documentary. Now, we did have, and I'm just taking this and running with it here right now. We did have my longtime friend. Uh, recent guest on the Trek Files, uh, Lolita Fajo, down as our other guest today. She the the part of Lolita Fajo today is going to be played by uh, producer editor Joe Cornbrot on the show today too. So we're going to have two folks from the documentary team. The top two folks are going to be with us after here on camera with us. If all goes right, um, they're going to be with us after we do the watch along to talk about the episode because the episode Ali shows what happens. If you don't get your documenting right. And it, it shows how uh, malleable memory can be and how we can get things right and how we can get things wrong. Um, yes. And how it makes a difference in real life. Yes. And life support stuff. And life support, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so David and Joe will be with us to talk about the episode and talk about it's a great Picardo show as the doctor. You know, he has a bravura performance and to talk about uh you know some of the documentaries they've done and the 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 news flash here is that 
the Voyager documentary, a big chunk of its funding is a is an Indiegogo crowdfunder that's about to launch in two days, you know, with perks and everything. So they're here. And guys, we'll have the chat running. So everybody feel free to uh, to dive in and you know talk about the episode. You can ask about the documentary. We'll try to funnel questions here and all of that. So I'm so excited. I just can't hide it. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. We're going to watch Star Trek. So, folks, um, while we are getting along um, or getting ready here, make sure you um, have the episode queued up. So we are watching Star Trek Voyager Season 4, Episode 23, Living Witness. Um, get that fired up. And as we are um, getting this ready, I think I'd, I'd love to hear from folks. Uh, what's your favorite uh, doctor episode. This is this is a great one, and uh, you mean the doctor, the Voyager. doctor. Yeah, yeah, not not Doctor Who. No, not that, not that show. We're not talking about other shows. This is a Star Trek show. Um, what's your favorite the Doctor episode? <laughs> uh, this is this is a great one. What I love about this one is um, the crew really gets to let loose and play these different characters. And you see the doctor kind of reacting to all that. It's, it's a lot of fun. Um, very different from the other doctor episodes, but there's, there's so many wonderful ones. Um, uh, Larry, I think one of the greatest ones, I, I'm blanking on the name of the episode, but when the doctor runs the, um, the life simulation, the family, family sim- simulation, uh, what's the name of that episode? Uh, Delta quadrant sitcom. That's what it's- <laughs> It, it was like WandaVision before uh, before WandaVision. Um, whatever that name is of, of that episode, that's <laughs> it's probably my favorite. And it also um, uh, I'm blanking and I'm looking it up. I hate to admit that, but I am. It's um, Nathaniel says critical care. No, nope, um, no that, I think yeah. he might be saying uh, critical care is his one of his favorite. Oh, uh, oh, doctors. Yes, yes. It's right down his alley because it's a comment on. Yeah. A comment um, on uh, oh, on medical, the American medical system right, uh, right. being class-based folks, and wealth-based. Folks, what is this episode that I'm talking about? Does anyone remember this? Anyways, that's my favorite <laughs> Doctor episode. Larry, do you have a favorite Doctor episode? Uh, no, because I don't have favorite Voyager episodes. No, um... <laughs> I I don't think it, well you know the one where he was the two the two part invest, invest yeah I knew it was something simple thank you uh, uh, Merrimer uh, for that real life yeah. uh well you know the the doctor um what was it uh, investigations and in life signs where he's dating oh yeah yeah, uh, yeah he's dating Denara Pell um the whole first uh, oh well you know Doctor Taylor Tinker Spy ah uh, yeah Frank Frank agrees now. with that one yeah uh, Frank yeah likes um. It's it's very late in the game, uh, but um, uh, Renaissance Man, where he's the author, yep, yep. it's it's a rehash of um, of uh, of Data's trial for human rights or for right legal rights. Only it's the holograms trial for human rights. Oh oh, the one that he shares with well, some of his shows with Jerry with uh, Seven or Nine, um, uh, Second not Second Skin. That's um, Flesh and uh, Body and Soul. Body and Soul. Yep. Where well, it's not really a doc. It's a doctor, but it's really Jerry's episode where she's impersonate. She's got the doctor downloaded into her seven body. Yeah, that's a fu- that's a uh, uh, a really fun uh, one. Uh, yeah, we're getting yeah. uh getting a lot of love for someone to watch over me. Um, yeah. uh, re- 
Tinker, uh, Tenor, Dr. Spy, yeah, as you mentioned too. Um, Charlotte says, it's hard to pick one. I just love the Doctor. He's my favorite Trek Doctor. <laughs> Heroes and Demons, uh, that's an early one, if I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Games. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and Charlotte says, and Robert Picardo is the nicest guy too. Um, he's yeah. a he's a, a gentleman and a scholar. Um, so Larry, should we get things fired up here? Um, we've got we got a lot of show to do here, um, including watching a show. Yeah. Um, so folks, again, we are watching Living Witness. Um, fire mm-hmm. up your streaming or DVD of sure. choice. Season 4, episode 23. Um, we're going to count it in together so we're all in sync here. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Larry, are you ready to go on your end? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am okay. uh, just had to switch browsers, so let me... Uh... Larry is switching subspace frequencies here. Uh, cross-circuiting to be, actually. Old-school technobabble. Yeah. Make kept sure you... Um, you want to engage your uh, streaming service in a Type R formation. Mm-hmm. Because <laughs> it's format. One thing I never forgot in the Apple when the when the red shirts are with Kirk and they're going to fan out, and Kirk says Formation L, and I always go, "What? They're going to go around like this? I, what, what's Formation L? I, that's that's always stuck in my mind." Okay, because uh, you know, of course, it would. Uh, here we go. Okay. And I guess uh, I'm trying to keep up with the chat and look around. I guess our flow is we're looking good on sound and sync and everything. I haven't seen anybody. Yeah, I, um, I, I forgot to unmute my mic in the beginning, but that was fine. People told me. and we're I have my mic in the same room today, so I feel like I'm way ahead. That's good. That's good. Okay, everybody. All right. Uh, once again, I am not going to count down and cling on. Okay. Everybody queued up? Everybody ready? I think we're queued up. Count us uh, in, Larry. We're just cuter than nothing. Okay. Uh, I hope. Here we go. Three, two, one. I mean the very beginning, right? The very beginning of the teaser. Three, yes. two, one. Press. Oop, I need my a long, loving beauty shot here of Jayway. Or some be applied without apology. This is so not Federation. It's a starkly look. And they say Voyager never got a mirror universe show. Yeah, this is kind of a Voyager's mirror. It had a couple it? of them actually, but yeah. What's the uh what's the one um live fast and profit or what what is that? Yeah. Uh live fast and die young. No. Uh, what was the one with the uh, the people who were impersonating Voyager? That was basically it, yeah. L- um, live fast and prosper, is that what it yeah, is? Yeah, I think that's it. It's only one word off. Yeah. Get my sound up. Ooh, look, she's presaging red here. (laughs) I love how everybody in the galaxy uses the same. They all have the same docking collars and they all (laughs) and they all know what a light year is. Okay. (laughs) 
The Universal Translator translates a lot, including those docking. Uh, Kazon! A Kazon in the... Neelix! What's Neelix doing up there? I think someone hasn't got their facts right. <laughs> Warship Voyager. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's got her tight little voice on. Chakote. The tattoo on Chicote is great. Biogenic weapons? Oh my gosh. This is very mirror universe. It's very strange restrained. Look at the ceiling the ceiling piece. I mean they've done subtle things with the see mm. that that cross piece. Libby says Neelix is on the bridge cooking up trouble. <laughs> Oh my gosh, he's not an android, folks. I remember um, watching this and being like, what? what? What's going on? Handfire. Oh, look, it's add-ons. They stole A lot of add-ons. Ad- added phaser bank from uh, the three nacelle. Enterprise D and stuck it on there. Wait. Miramur says uh, it's the alternative facts universe. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Scott asks, are Tuvok's ears different? Uh, Oh, I don't, I don't, there's a lot of subtle stuff. That was done. I didn't remember that. I'll take a look and we'll take a we'll take a close yeah. look, Scott. Um, Scott. If it's We're very obvious. Those ears very closely. Um. All right. Well, Larry. I is mean, this usually our... on a, usually on a watch along, I don't do a K a, a distinct K factor, but or K three factor. But uh, I've got a few notes here with us just to have some fun. Um, Ian like... says, "Funny how photonic is much eviler than photons." <laughs> <laughs> Photons um, be dead. Yeah. <laughs> so, Larry, this is a good time. I think this is our first Voyager watch along. If I'm if I'm right, is that is that right? I gosh, we've we've been at this for forty years. I forget the early ones. Uh, we did I, TOS. Yeah. We've done two DS9. We've done uh, TNG with. Well, Tapestry. look at you keep the uh, look at. Well, what a great day to do a Voyager on the day we have Voyager people. Yes, no, it makes sense. I um. I have a very hard time deciding between which intro is um, is my favorite um, between Deep Space yeah. Nine and Voyager. Um, it always bugged me that that TNG didn't really get its own theme until mm-hmm. like First Contact, and uh, I I love how unique the themes are to Deep Space Nine and Voyager. The intro sequence is just so beautiful, 
Um, I, I, I can't decide which one I love more. I, well, I, I know. And I, I just, I remember thinking back and I still will say this, they wanted the DS nine theme to be very languid and lonely. Mm-hmm. So today, you know, 30 years later, it's really languid and lonely, <laughs> but I get shot for saying that. So, oh, look, we're back. Oh, look, they have the, the, uh, the warp core thingy that, uh, the plasma coil injector from the tng set back there okay oh a little mini k3 i just now realized that yeah oh the killer drones species assimilated <laughs> The impressed labor. Oh my gosh. <laughs> now what you're about to see. That's it. Oh my gosh. I think his ears are more pointy. Yes, they are. Oh, yeah, when they've got studs or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the evil smile, they're having so much fun. Well, you get to, for the actors, it's what you get to do on a on a mirror-type shows. You the gloves. The bad... Larry, the leather gloves are just such a great yeah. touch. There you go. Brandon and Brian and, and Joe Minoski. And Tim Russ directed this. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. That's why he's grinning and having so much fun. Ensign Kazon. Ensign Kazon. <laughs> Didn't think they'd be using that wig anytime soon. I'm surprised the uh, Kazon isn't higher rank than Kim. <laughs> smug Tuvok. You always get smug. You ever notice how they always pair, Chakotay and Kim get paired up for things? Like timeless? like. Oh, yeah. You know, the big shows. Oh, he's got sloppy hair. Yeah, well, when you when you're evil torturing, your hair gets sloppy. I'm a mammoth beast. (laughs) (laughs) This is so good. This is the the show they brought Q in to do his uh, makeup, his tattoo. Chakotay reminds me a lot of Klingon. Mm-hmm. Ooh, it's solventing his brain. Oh my gosh. It's brutal. 
That's like a. I just realized that looks like a a TNG turbo lift. It does. Oh. Yeah. Are very similar. <clears throat> yeah, Evan. Nathaniel says Cam can't even be a good torturer. <laughs> Well, stop reading and get back to your work. Yeah. I'm, right. I'm reading wonderful uh, recipes for Layola root, Captain. <laughs> We're going to torture them with my soup. <laughs> yeah. That's, that was... You're not giving Paris much different to do. She's got it pulled back pretty tight. Not the Borg activation. The sequence. Borg activation sequence. The BAS. At the. Yes. They've assimilated. Oh wait, I mean they've uh, they've adapted. Oh, Jerry gets some tubules. It's it, it's interesting when you to think about this because <laughs> how would all of this work? How would they? How would they be so powerful that they could overtake the Borg? And does this culture not have much knowledge of the Borg and how they work? I mean, I know we're 700 years in the future. Mm -hmm. We don't know that yet, but yeah. yeah. Oh, they said. They said in the, um, in the oh, that's teaser. Right, that's right. That's right. Yeah. It's not. doesn't care. Chamber 19. <laughs> this is so mere universe lyric. Well, you know, sometimes the mirror universe is a little flamboyant, uh, even without all the gold of discovery. And this is this is like a real tightly. They're all nobody's really vamping and camping. They're all they've got it really tightly wound so far. She is. Kate is especially playing. Smirky Kim. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Scott says Chamber 19 is a mirror universe version of Portal 47. <laughs> and don't you believe it. <laughs> don't you forget it. I Yeah, I see uh, Evan here said those black gloves very bester. Speaking of... Um, Larry, speaking of uh, mirror universe, we don't get any vision of a TNG mirror universe. Um, were there ever any plans to revisit that? No, I mean, it's, it's really strange. I mean, actually it's, it's, it's unfolded this way now, but back in the day, mirror universe was considered a very TOS thing. And uh, next gen didn't 
tried not to do those stories, especially after, in the beginning. After after the season one. Right. Well, that was really even out of the gate. And then they did Romulans because they were desperate because the Ferengi bombed and they didn't yeah. have the Borg ready to go. So they had to put the Romulans into places running enemies. But um, doing D- Mirror Universe stories on DS9 was part of DS9 being the radical, crazy fanboy show. They got away with it. And so Voyager, it was kind of like, hmm, let's do a Mirror Universe concept where everybody gets to play alter egos, you know, and chew the scenery like this. But let's not have it be the mirror universe. Let's be more yeah. creative than that. I mean, that's kind of the, that's kind of the attitude. Like, oh, we can do better than what you know the crazy original series did. I'm sad to say that's kind of the attitude. Mm. And um, oh, look, it's the mess hall without tables. That's uh, very evil. Yeah, <laughs> everyone has to stand to eat their food. I like how they pan around and you get one of the starscape windows as portals as the is the museum crowd Museum.org. Yeah. Now here's a mini K3. I've mentioned it before. When you get that reverse shot of the steps coming into the museum, the set oh, yeah. was so big. The set was reused as uh, as a lab, as a body lab in Insurrection on a movie. Yeah, yeah. I remember they you re- redressed that. it. But yeah, there you go. Bang. That set there was very famously. You know, they had the body tables down below. Which came Master's- first? Oh, this. Like it was built yeah. for this. Yeah. And I think That's, they funneled some extra money to it. That's why it's a, some of a massive cool set. That's a huge so budget, the, Larry. For, the camera uh, is lovingly trying to get every inch of this set in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Larry, that's Larry, a that... huge budget for a Voyager episode. Well, I, this one time they amortized the cost out because they had already planned to reuse it for Insurrection. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, it was yeah, it was planned that way. I love the creativity of uh, of budgets <laughs> for productions. <laughs> Ooh, hmm, we're having Someone a historical disagree. philosophical. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm <have> carrying friends. <laughs> Ooh. <gasps> the Kess of Ruins. Well, now we're we're getting Her into personal almanac. You didn't even know Janeway was a farmer, did you? <laughs> okay. Say what? We're getting into why history is so important. And, and yes. this gets back to the, yeah. the discovery quote that um, you and I have talked about before. You know, um, what was it, Larry? History is the way in which we understand the future? Or history? You, know, you mean the, uh, the discovery quote? Yeah. I, oh, uh, the past is the light by which we illuminate the future. Right. 
yeah. So, um, especially on this planet where it looks like there is still there's still conflict between these different yeah um, yeah lingering well you've got the guy you're not teaching your history to my kids right right yeah um history influences how we understand uh different people and uh there's no way you can understand the current systems that exist and cultures without really understanding historical roots of that we've seen that we've seen that time and time again especially with a lot of um the police brutality that we witnessed and continue to witness, um, we have to understand the the history of where these things come from. Yeah. That's a good idea to use a period tools to try to fix. Uh... <laughs> and then that's all you're, all you're allowed, all you've got. Far more. You think he wouldn't be the only one working on this? Nope. We, uh, oh, he's got a historic Voyager console there. Cairo says they got the warp core surprisingly correct. <laughs> it probably also would have cost too much money to change the look. Yeah. For it's a two tiered set. <laughs> so that's interesting this is uh he's talking about his mobile emitter which you still oh yeah that's right it's his fourth se late fourth season he'd had it for a year and a half I'm a guest star. Give me a break. Attack <laughs> <laughs> parties. Give or take a decade. <laughs> Plus, it's alliterative. <laughs> uh, let's think about yeah. this. Does this catch us up to the burn? No, maybe this is we would notice this is after the burn. This is post-burn. Yes. This is, what, 100 years, 200 years after the burn? Ah, episode I title. Think, I think. Mm-hmm. Even my ego wouldn't say that. <laughs> Funny how he carries that prop. Mm -hmm. 
Oh, look, it's a big set we spent a lot of money on. Okay, we'll show it one more time. I guess they have hollow projectors in the museum as well. Larry, I think your mobile emitter is also offline. Um, so we hear you, but your vi your visual is frozen. Oh, no. Oh, it is. Okay. Oh, what should I do? Should I? Am I frozen in the Skype window as well? Yeah, you're frozen in the Skype window. We can hear okay. you. We hear you just fine. Right, right, right. Okay, I'm going to back in and out of Skype. You may get the blue S. If I'm not going to unstick. Charges. Nathaniel, that's a really great point about um, justice and historical truth and um, the concept of restorative justice. How we can we um, can we bring justice for uh, these historical crimes? Instead of chasing the female ends. <laughs> Fighter shuttles. <laughs> Hedgehog. Oh my gosh, they're brutal. Yeah, I think... Um, Christoph and uh, Melanie, the discussion of what we get wrong in our history, I think, is is, is a really good one. Um, I often wonder how 100 years, 200 years from now, how um, history is going to look at our, our current time. All right. There is your video on. Oh, that would help, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Rose is asking how much, what time are we at at the video? Rose, we have about um, 21 minutes left in the video. We're about at the halfway point here. Mm-hmm. Larry, once again, I don't think your video is on. Uh, well, I am on. Okay, I'm going to back out and come out then. We we hear you. I think your video just needs to be turned on in Skype. It, okay, I, I know that often happens, but... 
I've turned it off and now I'm turning it on again. Scott says, watch your mouth. Hedgehog is the 90s version of Shut Up, Wesley. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to back out and come in again. Yeah, Larry, we we hear you. We don't see you. No, I I don't have. Well, that's interesting. Ooh, shutting down the program. Well, so this is this is the thing about um, what makes what makes us so challenging. It's very hard to be open to ideas that might conflict with everything mm-hmm. you grew up with and everything you were taught. Um, Especially if you went to a lot of effort to. Uh, to think that you were looking at all, you know, alternatives and you're open-minded and you had cool props in your set dressing. Uh, um, not only do we have this, we, we have this psychological immune system that tries to find ways to justify our actions and make our actions consistent with our beliefs. But we also, um, memory is a, Memory is a very um, constructed thing. It can change with time. Memory is like a Wikipedia article. It can be changed by anyone. And so memory is fallible, and so is our understanding of history. And um, we want to we want to remain consistent with the things that we've believed our whole lives. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't just display the phaser like that. Maybe it just doesn't have any energy in there. It's just, yeah, it's just a, 
It's one of the bad props that didn't get painted right. What do you mean? It's that tricorder. How weird. <laughs> it's you again. No, it's you. <laughs> well, uh, Scott just shared a wonderful uh, Carl Sagan uh, quotation. The truth may be puzzling, it may take some work to grapple with, it may be counterintuitive, it may deeply contradict, uh, it may, contrary to deeply held prejudices, it may not be um, consonant with what we desperately want to be true, but our preferences do not determine what's true. Jesse says, since uh, Living Witness takes place in the 31st century around the burn, does that leave the door open for a Bob Picardo appearance on Discovery? I think every door is open. I think you, you, everything is possible now in this Star Trek universe. So, Ali, uh, Skype is not reading my little camera that I usually use, and it's reading my main Mac camera, but it's not, it's showing me a black screen. So of myself, so I'm going to just keep, I'm just going to, I don't get it. So I'm going to pull out and come back. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. Daniel, your question about is that why conspiracy theories pop up? Um, I mean, maybe maybe you can do another episode of Life Sport Live on conspiracy theories. I think that's a that's a cool idea. There's a lot of reasons why they pop up, and one of the reasons why is um, th the stories are usually very compelling. The conspiracy stories that come up um, can be they can have a lot of hooks that make it easy to remember the compelling stories and then once you are also connected with other people who believe those stories and you have that sort of a support network it's very hard to um to get those uh ideas sort of out of your head um but i think that's a great idea maybe we should do that as an episode in the in the future Oh, he got he got uh, the captain's hair right. <laughs> oh, the Voyager conspiracy! It, it is a great conspiracy episode. Yeah, Nathaniel, your your point here is a good one. One of the problems I have with this episode is that we don't really come to an understanding of the events. We merely get another perspective, one provided by the EMH. His views could be um, itself idealized. I think you're right, and I think that's a problem with history. 
there is no absolute truth. Um, we're doing our best to understand given all the perspectives and all the information we have at hand. Melanie says, uh, I have one of those tricorders. Um, Melanie, I've got one of those too. Mine is um, TNG era, not one of the Voyager eras. That actor's voice is very familiar. I think he's he's definitely played another character, on maybe even on Voyager. Hey, and he's back. Hey, Larry. Okay. This is the big camera. Okay. Better than nothing. I can't get the other one to register for some reason. Uh, Larry, have we? do you know who this guest star is who's playing the... Um... Yeah, Roger Warrenitz. He had been... <clears throat> or the, the individual, not the uh, museum curator... But um, the person oh. on uh, on Voyager, his voice sounds so familiar to me. Except my diction.
So at least the society does hold holograms to be sentient life forms. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the good news is we'll, we'll uh, treat you as an equal being. The bad news is we'll treat you as a maligned equal being. And probably kill you. Now <laughs> <clears throat> oh, they've got an arbiter. Oh, how you will pay. Or something. <laughs> Transport up. <laughs> <laughs> She's not nearly as famous as O'Brien. <laughs> the most important Starfleet officer, officer ever. Uh-huh. Why? Yeah, notice that she's not in this episode. I think yeah. this is she's pregnant or having her baby. Roxanne, not Bellana. Right, right. There's both. <laughs> uh, just fast forward to season seven, Doctor. You'll find out. There's um there are a few good episodes like this, Larry, of these uh, small moment encounters Voyager has with other cultures and uh, the long term consequences of that. My other favorite one is um man I'm not doing I'm not doing well with the um the episode names today, Larry. It's okay, it's just Voyager. <laughs> uh, the um. <laughs> Uh, Voyager is frozen in the atmosphere, uh, or uh, Voyager's in momentarily stuck in the atmosphere, but affects the oh, a wink of an eye, or wink, blink yes, of an eye. <clears throat> blink of an eye, yeah, yeah, big it's, difference, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a wink of an eye and a blink of an eye, yeah. No, I mean one's the original series, one's Voyager. Are they sword fighting? No, wait. Oh, they're just. <laughs> This is our big mob of four extras. Okay. Oh, gosh, Larry. Well, this... Not the Akutagrams. <clears throat> Don't take down the Akutagrams. <laughs> <Whatever. laughs> it spent a lot of time drawing this. That was the most gentle push down ever. In yeah, a it was a very gentle push down. Uh-huh. <clears throat> Kairos says, they're tearing down all the Confederate statues. Oh, wait. 
Yeah, it's interesting watching the scene with yeah, where it, we've been just the last couple of months. It re- reverberates very differently, doesn't it, Larry? Um, and, and so symbols are really important um, culturally. And what what the museum represents, what these artifacts represent, um, symbolic meaning is really important. And who gets to tell their story? I mean, you're talking about, um, you're kind of joking about Confederate uh, soldiers and um, uh, Confederate statues, but there's a huge. Um, those symbols are are they send a message that this is this is something that we hold valuable here, and um, you can understand why there might be um, depending on what you believe there might be uh, strong feelings on on uh, mm-hmm. about that. Mm-hmm. It's a big building with doctors and nurses, but that's not important right now. Facts be damned. Watch me. Uh, this is a really mm-hmm. this is a really interesting place for this episode to to end and Voyager sometimes surprises us in these ways i yeah i I forgot this is oh wait what I forgot about all this it's the double reveal, yeah, oh my gosh, place. I forgot <laughs> all good. And our own triumphant new soundtrack. <laughs> the Dawn of Harmony. Sounds like a rejected name for Star Trek uh, <laughs> Dawn Five or yeah. something. That will be an episode title for Strange New Worlds. Yeah. The Dawn of Harmony. <clears throat> You're still getting my camera feed. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. You're good. You're good there. Okay. It's just been some weird stuff going on today. Oh, look. It's his uh, fourth season PR shot. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well. Uh, that was that was really lovely. I um I really enjoyed watching that one, Larry. Um, there's um. Well, thanks. I because it's too late to repick now. Yeah. <laughs> Um, good pick on that. Good, um, good idea to, uh, 
bring that uh, that episode here. There's um there's a great point there that I want to ask our guests about. Um, you know how mm. much how much does it matter to get the facts right versus for people who are involved to tell their story. Mm-hmm. You know, and I I think there's um um you're never going to get when someone is telling their story um, the when when someone's telling their story you're never going to get the 100% truth because we can't go back in time we can't we aren't holograms that can be brought forward in time and tell exactly what what happened yeah, living witness yeah you can't have a living witness to the past um however People can tell their story and um, tell their story how they see it. And there'll be inaccuracies there. But if we can capture enough stories from enough people um, through that, does some larger truth emerge? Um, and I think that's that's part of what's going to be the, the journey with this Voyager documentary. Yeah. Um, Speaking of that, are you seeing uh, Dave and uh, you've got the life support? Yeah, let me check. Let me check here. They're there, and they're under each under their own name. Um, can you have them either send me a message or, yeah, if you could have them send me a message, then uh, that should. This is where Skype breaks down. Okay. Folks, what did you think about uh, this episode and um, looking at it now from a 2021 lens? And then also, um, what questions do you have about the Voyager documentary? Um, let us know and we will. Uh... Am I in? You are in. Hey, hey there you go. go. I was just about to. Hello, Dave. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Larry, uh, we got Dave on here. Would you like to do some introductions for us? Uh, yeah, well, is Joe should be coming too. I think Joe, if if I could figure it out, Joe can figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> He's the technical expert. I haven't used Skype, and my God, I don't know how long, but yeah, I, I know. We have to figure out. Yeah. Yeah, no, we know. I'm trying to get my my blocking bill. Let's see. No, I'm good. Okay. It's kind of a throwback <laughs> for all of us. Yeah. Yeah. So I got to tell you guys right off the bat, I'm speaking to you right above the stage. Uh, the stage is where Voyager was shot. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're in the office. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yep. That's right called above. the dryer building, right? But it's just. Yeah, the it's not really a building. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. the offices above eight and nine. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Which were all uh, Star Trek offices back in the day, as you know better than I do. Yeah. Well, yeah. A lot of the most of those were. I mean, uh, so the art department was on the right. TNG and Voyager art department was at the at the left end of that row. And Mike Westmore's office was at the right end. And then Jimmy Meese, the set decorator, had his in the middle. I forget the exact places, but um so yeah, maybe that's where I am because I'm right next to what they call the Sunset Boulevard uh, offices because they were featured in the film Sunset Boulevard. Oh, the building okay. looks exactly the same. Oh. Yeah. Dave, what's yeah. there now, if anything? Uh, below me right now is NCISLA. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. So the last Star Trek filmed here was um, the motion uh, 2009, J.J. Uh, Abrams. Yeah. Yeah. So, Dave, we just watched uh, Living Witness. Uh, by the way, yeah. I'm uh, Ali Matu. Good to, good to meet you. Thanks, yeah. for, Sorry. thanks for being on. Oh, my too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, listen in. Yeah. Oh, wonderful. Um, we were we were having a blast watching I'm this. Getting drunk in, so you guys. Uh, so yes. So Dave, we, this and I told you I, we chose this episode. Uh, Dave, everybody is executive producer uh, at Four Fifty Five Films. Worked on uh, all of Shatner's documentaries, The Captains, Chaos on the Bridge. Yeah. Uh, yep. Worked with Adam Nimoy on For the Love of Spock, and most recently worked with Ira on uh, what we left behind and now right, they're right. working on the voyager documentary yeah. i'm working on getting joe in so you all well, okay. and this is dr ali my co-host here he's a geek psychologist he he knows his stuff on both sides of the fence so right. you're in good hands dave so good dave I, I think what we would love to just get started with is if you could tell us a little bit about uh the voyager documentary the project i know um you're going to be launching um launching this wider very soon, but we'd love to just get, hear your thoughts about it and and where the project is. Well, I just felt that after deep space nine, I couldn't drop star Trek. It, it, what we left behind was such a success critically. And I'm such a fan of the franchise just seemed logical to continue. And I spoke to CBS and they were like, yeah, we're in. And uh, we filmed on the star Trek cruise last uh march and we filmed from march 1st to the 8th and then the world shut down yeah essentially joe (laughs) hey there we go yeah hi guys my work was not in vain yay okay (laughs) i said joe it's a sad day if you if i could figure it out but you can't (laughs) yeah well I, I haven't been on Skype for a while, so uh, <laughs> that's, that's what that. all this ancient twentieth century <laughs> technology. I but know. now that we're on, I mean, it works well. It, yeah, it's, definitely, it's fine. So you yeah, had to finish. Just uh, so we started the project, and then again, the world shut down. Yeah, um, we have been able to continue with some additional interviews. We interviewed Brandon Braga. We've interviewed Garrett. We've interviewed uh, Robbie McNeil. But uh, now we really want to take this, as you said, wider. It's time for us to we need to do what we exactly what we did with what we left behind. And for the love of Spock, it's really we need the fan support to do this documentary. And it's licensing from CBS. It's you know, we're going to get back into physical production. We're hoping to get back to conventions uh, if those start up when. Yeah, we're all hoping to get back to Kentucky. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're hoping to get back anywhere. I just want to leave this room. So our goal is to make this scope of this as wide as what we left behind. And that's why we're starting this crowdfunding on Monday. And we really need the fan support. Joe, what do you want to say about the film? Yeah. Well, you know, the big difference besides them being different series between what we left behind and the Voyager doc is what we left behind. We actually started in 2013 yeah. and we're shooting interviews on the side every, you know, couple times a year for a few years. So we already had a bunch of material that we put together. And then based on our crowdfunding ex- experience with what we left behind, it allowed us to open the scope of the film up and we shot a lot more 
mm-hmm. in-depth interviews and a lot more fo- with a lot more focus. So we don't have that backlog like we had with what we left behind, but we do have more focus and we've done been doing our research and preparing for what we think are the themes. But we, we have to interview all those people and ultimately uh, the interviews will reveal what the story is to us. Yeah. Right. Well, you know, what what we left behind was really like an Ira drew. It was like Ira's passion project. Right. No doubt. Yeah. So but that has it because at the t- and then at the time, a lot of fans, I mean, I knew that. But a lot of time at the fans at the time were thinking, OK, there's the DS9. I was kidding about this a minute ago before you came on. Yeah. But a lot of people it's like with the with the HD Blu-ray. It's like, well, TNG got the Blu-rays right. upgrade treatment. Why about Voyager and DS9? And it's it's a, it's a matter of money and a lot of things. But on this one, it's like, well, there's the DS9. Do- like these things just fall from, you know, manna from heaven. <laughs> and, and I, you know, like, well, where's the Voyager documentary? Here's the DS9 one. And not only does that have to be funded and made, but the DS9 was an IRA driven project. And it's not like none of the producers or actors. Well, but there was no central person to this. Right. It kind of this is a lot more organically just of its own product. Right. Yeah, I mean, the voyage, uh, sorry, what we left behind started, I had just finished Chaos on the Bridge with Shep, and I knew Bill was kind of done with the Star Trek documentaries, or not necessarily, he just didn't have an organic connection to Deep Space Nine. He was in Generations, he was friends with Patrick Stewart, he knew that cast, uh, Roddenberry, that all appealed to him. But on this, I knew... I I was I'm a huge Deep Space Nine fan, and it was really my passion for it that led me to do it. And I approached Ira and said, "What do you think? Do you want to do you want to do you essentially want to step into Shatner's role as interviewer?" And he was in from the jump. Hey, mm-hmm. hey Dave, I was yeah. thinking about this. I don't think we had we had finished Chaos. I think it was we were in Vegas and we were at a screening. In- of get a life you're right we we had done a lot of chaos but it wasn't finished but we knew that bill was not going to jump in right into deep yeah. space nine yeah that's that's what it was yeah that's so here, idea, but ira and you spoke after that screening mm-hmm. and he was very happy get a yeah. life yeah yeah and that's what yeah we've I remember we've given him a yeah. whole nother career he's been in how many of our documentaries now four yeah 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 i don't know if he'll be in this one probably not but you never know I'll just yeah. have him introduce it hey guys hey it's ira bear don't worry this is not a ds9 documentary hang on it's a voyager don't no, be, not I, out of here. i wouldn't be surprised by anything ira does you never know yeah. you never know but here we have we're going at we've already interviewed brannon Rick Berman has agreed. Jerry Taylor has agreed. I have been telling people about Jerry. That's that's yeah. that's so important right now. Because, yeah. 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 And don't forget we got Andre Berman. Right. Oh, yeah. everybody's important. But Jerry is yeah. she's been a recluse. And oh, who wants to hear from me? I did interviews back then. And no, yeah. to get her on camera is just really because there's a whole generation that I call them the Janeway Army. But there's a whole yeah. generation of people, especially uh, young women that have come to idolize and, and look up to Janeway and um, and that's all Jerry. And she deserves to yeah. talk about it and get the credit and, and be on camera talking about we, it. We had actually, we had planned to yeah. uh, 
interview her to go go to her home back in January. Right. But you know, we were making plans for that back in November, but uh, October, November. But uh, you know, just the reality of the world we're living in kind of changed all that. So, but uh, we yeah. do know that uh, she's got at least one of her vaccines vaccination shots so yeah yeah we're hoping to get to her as soon as possible i'm, I'm really happy to hear another. that you you did sort of <laughs> pause a little bit during this this worst part of covid because i think so many of us after we saw yeah, what you left behind yeah. were just um not only the story but the the whole quality of the production was 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 so phenomenal um our chat people are saying um there's so much love for it and then i think someone bought it twice accidentally they loved it so much so excellent <laughs> we love them <laughs> but it was such a lovely production and i think we we were also anxiously awaiting the the same level of care and love and passion being put into voyager so as 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 much as it is hard to wait this whole time i'm glad you did take that approach well, that's precisely why we did, because there, there's no way we're going to do a documentary over Zoom. Yeah. I, I mean, it's just it's not yeah. ideal. Yeah. Yeah. And that really was our only option. So, uh, yeah, I think we're I think we made the right choice. You don't want to come back 20 years from now and everybody will look at the catalog of your works and go, yeah. oh, yeah, that was the pandemic. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I can't go into details, but I also work with a, a, a theatrical marketing company and. I recently uh, was involved on the post-production of an interview between two big Hollywood people and the production issues of shooting in COVID, under COVID conditions, you know, people are being sent cameras or having a crew the day before set up a camera in their, their home or wherever they're going to interview them. And then they, connect through a Skype or a, you know, a zoom or something like that, but they're also recording the cameras and there's just so many things that can go wrong. And it's so people are distant. And it's hard to, to really get people to be themselves. And, but it's just on a technical, you know, it's just, it's really, it's really difficult. So, you know, we're really hoping that, um, you know, by the, the summer we can be back into a production with adhering to COVID safety protocols, but a lot more people will be vaccinated, including hopefully all of us on the crew. And uh, that's the way you make a film. Yeah, Charlotte yeah. is saying um, it's not just a quality issue. I'm glad you all are being safe. And um, Cairo, a longtime, uh, longtime member of our community, says, as anyone going on video calls knows, I have the what we left behind supporter poster on the wall. So I'm kind of I'm kind of curious about this is um, especially with what you left behind. There's something about this time frame that we're, we're so many decades now um, from Deep Space Nine. It struck the community. It meant so much. Why do you think these projects do impact the community in the, in the way that they do? Well, I think especially with a, a show like, well, Deep Space Nine and Voyager, it's you now have generations mm -hmm. of fans mm -hmm. and you've got a whole new group of people discovering this on streaming. That's what we found with what we mm -hmm. left behind. We kind of hit right when Deep Space Nine was having its renaissance. And I think the same thing right. is happening with Voyager. And plus the issues are still so relevant today. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's what, and then the, the, the last thing I'll say is it's the passion of the people involved. 
all of the actors, all of the writers, everybody wants to do this and memorialize this show. Mm-hmm. Well, so how many how many Star Trek people, creatives, have you talked, not just actors, but especially backstage, have you talked to where they've had, and it's a documentary, so 20 years have gone by, 30 years have gone by, yes. they've had other work, they're a functioning, perfectly fine, creative, functioning industry person, but right. they'll still say, 20 years later, 30 years later, you know, like, yes, thank you for my paycheck, for my health benefits and all that, but nothing compares to my Star Trek time. It's no, like, that's the Okudas, that's Herman Zimmerman, Dennis McCarthy, all of these people, David Livingston. And by the way, we plan to talk to a lot of these people yeah. on Voyager. Well, well, you, well, you have to keep in mind, you know, the, all the shows were separate, but all those people that you just mm-hmm. mentioned, they worked on all those shows. Yeah. They yeah. were together for 15, 17 years. Yeah. They, they were a family. Yeah. I mean, I, I've worked with a lot. I mean, I've worked with Dave now for almost, uh, almost a decade now. Um, yeah. And, you know that's a that's a relationship that's that transcends just we're working together i mean he and i have a unique thing where we choose to work together you know we have our other things that we do as well but i you know i've i've been fortunate to work with a a lot of people that i consider friends for many years and so um that's great but the star trek family is just such a unique thing in in hollywood and Mm -hmm. filmmaking and television making and so it's and then the uh, on top of that, the conventions bring people together over the years so that there's always an excuse to get to see each other. And I think that bonds people even more. So it's it's yeah. a very fascinating dynamic. And by people, you mean the actors and, and staff crew? Mm-hmm. Yes. On, yeah. Even even more than that. Hey, we've got a question. I'm trying to find who asked it. I think it was Anna Marie. So, Dave, this is for you, and I and I meant to ask you this too when it came up. Yeah. Um, so, do you remember what that we were laughing about? How you pitched a script back in the day that you got a rejection from Lolita when she was <laughs> script coordinator. You meant somebody? Uh, they asked what what if you remember what the plot was? Your pitch for TNG. I, I don't know if I really want to get into it. it I'd like to hear this, Dave. Come on, we're documenting history here, Dave. Come on. It was something about a piggyback transporter accident, and then they ended up doing something similar. I think it was in the seventh season. What's the episode where Crusher and uh, Picard are stranded on the planet? Oh, right. Oh, together, attached. Yeah. There were similarities to that, but the truth is I didn't actually write it. I sent in the request and got the Paramount form letter back from oh, yeah. Lolita. So I didn't actually get rejected. Oh, okay. Okay. I'll say that. But you got but her. Okay. The letter. You I got the letter. the letter. And I was so excited at the time in Connecticut to get something from Paramount Studios. And now I've been <laughs> yeah. here for a decade. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Hey, I've got another indulgent question here go, going back to Chaos on the Bridge. And I can't believe I've never asked you this since I've seen you. Because uh, I've just been very envious. At the time he was working on the show, he did some interviews. There's two or three interviews out there. But then Maury Hurley like left in a bad way from the show, yeah. and then didn't talk. And I know about a year or two or three before you did you did the the documentary. I was trying to get. I was trying to talk to him about the creation of the Borg and Q Who and yeah. all of that. And it's like you know this is. We'll talk about this one thing. You should get your credit for being in on the creation of the Borg was kind of my. And he was like, ah, you know, I'm just an old fart. You don't want to hear from me. And I saw that he 
wasn't doing. I just want to know how in the world did was it just did you just give him some money? I mean, two how words. Did you get, how did you get it to sit down and do that? Yeah. Two words. William Shatner. Mm-hmm. Because Bill and Maury had worked together in the oh, okay. so Joe was it on Tech War? Tech War. Tech yeah. War, yeah. So they uh, knew okay. each other. So we reached out and Maury's like, if there's anybody I'm gonna talk to you, talk to it's you, Bill. And wow. there's two people. And by the way, we loved Maury. Um well, what you a, did a great service because that's, I think that's the only interview he's done in 20, 30 years, whatever. It was on Star yeah. Trek. And and I can say Maury loved chaos. He he, he gave us our whole theme. That first that, that day we were interviewing him in uh, JPL, Wacky Doodle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, that was the whole, the whole thing. But the two people, the gets, I would say, and it's all because of Bill, were Maury and John Pike. Mm-hmm. Yeah. John Pike was a big one, too. Um, but, yeah, we were Joe and I were just talking about we have that same you guys were talking about a living witness, the different perspectives. And yeah, no, all people can do is tell their version, what they remember. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily what happened, but to them, it's true. And we have that whole section in the beginning. Joe, what are some of the quotes? Gene was wonderful. Gene was awful. Yeah, Gene. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He pissed off all his friends. Oh, yeah. he was, People he was, loved him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, and it's it's not just true looking back in history. It's true about, you know, how many times you see somebody's been robbed and there's witnesses and everybody recalls, you know, somebody right. wearing something different. Right. And, oh, he was tall. No, he was short. You know, that's just that's just people and yeah. so it just, and as I, I was listening to you ollie talking about yeah. all you can do is get a bunch of different as many different perspectives together and that will sort of reveal a picture of a truth but it is yeah. war it's, it's all it's war through. everybody's everybody has their own take and view on things well, well that's why you know i wanted to help support you know, and again, we're we're talking here in large part because in two days, right, March first is the Indiegogo campaign for the yeah. doc, and a lot of people have been salivating to jump uh, on that. But that's why for Life Support Live we have our normal structure, which we didn't do today, but mm-hmm. we've done watch-alongs. And I thought, well, let's have you as guests and let's pick a a show that we can watch. That's and it's like of all of Star Trek, it's like the one that leaped to mind was a a Voyager show. Nice. But all, you know, living witness. And it's all about getting history wrong or drawing the wrong inferences or right. even when you think you've got, yeah, the firsthand information, how you can still, you know, go askew. And um, and yeah, Chaos on the Bridge is probably the best example. I mean, although. Or what we left in, behind. There's moments in what we left behind where it gets. Yeah. yeah. Where you got the you got uh, the Rashomon. Yeah. 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 The Rashomon. Yeah. The. Um, yep. the Dave, I think you mentioned this about how Star Trek continues to have everyday relevance to us. And just watching Living Witness right now, um, there's so much there about, about understanding history, but the very end with, uh, with them rushing to the museum. Oh, yeah. The riot. Yeah. That had a whole new, I think we all had the mm-hmm. same reaction. Yeah. Too. Yeah. yeah, it's um, yeah. Star Trek is this uh, the story that we can keep going back to and keep revisiting. 
And um, Cairo in our comments section says, I also wonder if, if hearing about Janeway in Star Trek Prodigy will lead a whole new generation to Voyager. So I think we are, not only is Voyager having this moment, but I think people are going to continue to rediscover it as Star Trek Prodigy uh, comes online. So I don't know if you could if you could quite share right now, but I would love if... If there is something as as you've now been revisiting Voyager, um, and also as as you've started this project and had some of these interviews, what what are you revisiting either about the stories or the behind the scenes that is uh, that you're seeing in a new way now, as much as uh, as we all did with Living Witness right now? Joe, you want to speak to that? Yeah. Well, I think the one of the things that probably will be well not probably will be a big theme that we'll discuss is you know living in uh and now we're in a me too moment mm. in our time and mm-hmm. just how women were treated and perceived not just on mm-hmm. television but also behind the camera mm-hmm. in on that show that will be discussed um you can't not uh look back and and see things in a uh, in a new light and so you know obviously it's really up to our, the people that we talk to what they want to share but we we want to ask all these questions to, to you know because it is relevant to now and but it, all these things that uh, are just coming to light have been going on for a long time so well that that that's the the biggest thing i can i could think of that uh you have to look back on and reappraise. Yeah. And I, I think we'll be so excited to see those discussions. Those have been discussions that um, have been happening a lot in the fandom community is Voyager's role in giving us the first female captain, but also um, and also giving us this wonderful mm-hmm. evolution of 7F9, who is also in some ways so representative of where we were <laughs> with gender roles and and right. everything pre me too. So I'm I'm very much looking forward to to seeing that conversation. Well, we will delve into that and I also our hope is to look at the other side. I mean, you have to remember that Voyager was the flagship show of yep. UPN. So there were all the studio and the Paramount right. pressures as well and that's another which we explored and what we left behind with Carrie McCluggage. Uh, and Chaos and the Bridge with John Pike. Yeah. So we intend to look at that also from the perspective of the studio and all the pressures. But what I think is most uh, telling is how well the show holds up. Yeah. So many, everything about it, and it's the technical excellence. It's And Larry, you can speak to this. Your your wife can, can speak to uh, you know <laughs> all, all of what was going on and the quality yeah. of the work. And it really shines. And it's also, as I said, it's the pride of the actors. Kate is so proud of the influence that Janeway has had. And uh, Joe Shirt is actually in the middle of emailing them right now. That's a major place where Voyager had a tremendous impact. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Roxanne is so humble. And she's off being working director right now. But, I mean, she just takes a moment. Once or twice she'll do a convention a year, and she always loves it. But yeah. she's like, you know, I'm working director. I'm not going to cons and signing and talking to fans in long lines. But yeah. she, what Bellana? I mean, you know, Bellana yeah. is a character, even. And and I guess somewhere along the way, not to divert too much, but I, I guess you're going to kind of get into the. 
I guess the tragedy of of Jennifer and and Absolutely. Kes. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. We're definitely yes. I mean, yeah. Jennifer and Kes are, so are good. part part of the show, and she's so, she's she's excellent. I mean, there's some she has some great episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you know, especially when, when they write for her, when they really give her a, a good story, she she did she yeah. did great. And Elogium yeah. uh, and, and Warlord and yeah. Yeah, yeah, Warlord was pretty spectacular lotion you know a lot she had a lot to do in that you know and i gotta say to switch gears a little bit uh you know we interviewed robbie mcneil and you know he loves threshold and i can see why <laughs> i mean the end might be a little wacky but he gets to do a lot of, he gets to show a lot of rage yes actor yeah. in that episode and we I all think of the, ba- the salamander babies but yeah. if you go back and think the other 95 percent of the show is really a creepy brandon horror show and yeah. he pulls and and robbie pulls it off the staff yeah. ripping his tongue off and all of that is that's just that's a an episode we were going to delve into in Tuvix, of course. Oh, oh yeah. Tuvix, uh, yes. Tuvix. Yeah. yeah. I hope, well, you were talking about the network. This is all, it's like, oh, I'm suddenly caring about Voyager again. No, the, <laughs> the, the whole thing. And I remember, I remember you mentioned Janet. I remember her coming home every day and going, they're watering it down. They're watering it down. And where the pilot was versus the next three or four shows and how the network made them back off of all the, they set all the conflict up to have conflict because they're going away from Klingons and Romulans and, you know, there's right. nothing familiar. It's all, we've got to carry our conflict with us. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and, but then everything that was inherent all got, you know, Oh, look, the Maquis and the Starfleet, they're just, you know, they got along. It, you know, uh, yeah. Alana yeah. punches out Tom, uh, the engineer and then a uh, carry. And then, Oh, a show, a show or two later, it's mostly Jeez. over with, except for Seska, yeah. who's yeah. really a spy and not a Maquis anyway. Mm-hmm. I mean, right. You know, well, as Ira is fond of saying, Voyager drew all of the studio's fire. Yeah. So yeah. Deep Space Nine kind of just got to do – they kind of left it alone. And yeah. all the attention was focused on Voyager because it was the flagship. Better or worse. Yeah. You know, I mean, they, it, you know, the, from the studio perspective, they were really concerned, very concerned about Kate's hair. Yeah. So yeah. That was that was a, that was a priority for them, you know. So which it showed yeah. in the episodes. I mean the the constant yeah. evolution of Kate's hair. Um yeah, well Larry you hey, mentioned conflict twice the pilot. I there's the, she had her they, way they Yeah. And they then the bun came later and they had to go back to reshoots on location. <laughs> it was insane. unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we um, I heard Tuvix evoke, which is one of my favorite episodes. <laughs> and Larry, you're talking about conflict here. I think Tuvix is such a a fant- where Tuvix ends is um is is such a, a a dark and difficult place and such an impossible decision. And one of the things that sticks out to me as I revisit Voyager is I, I remember Voyager. Uh, when I first saw it as being this this happier trek, um, right. but when when you do delve into the episodes, there is such diversity of of darker storylines, and yeah. you have Bride of Chaotica, but you also have things like Tuvix and and um, or Death Wish. Yes, uh, a few. Mm-hmm. I one of my personal yeah, yeah. yes, yeah, yes. Gar- Garrett Graham's yeah. performance is just off the charts, yeah. and um, uh, uh, Brad Dourif. Uh, I yeah. Mean, Meld? Yeah, what yeah Meld sure? is one of my favorites. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That Brad Brad and and uh Tim. Tim 
that's an a- uh, acting tour de force from yeah. from Tim in that episode. And did you guys give Tim his props for directing on? Uh, yes, I, yes, yeah. up front. Uh, good. good. Yeah, we yeah. just we caught that uh, this time. We uh, um, I wasn't aware that he had directed Living Witness. Yeah, yeah, but that's yeah, I thought he did a terrific job. Yeah, you know, that that's something that I've I've heard from um, from a lot of fans is um, Voyager is one of the most uh, rewatchable Star Trek series. Because you can you can just pop in an episode, and it does have more of a syndication feel as Next Generation does, um, yeah. where it doesn't really matter where you are in the seasons. But um, there's such uh, you, you never quite know what you're going to get. You're going to get a scary episode. You're going to get a fun episode, an exploration, a space adventure, uh, mm-hmm. social commentary. Um, Voyager is is um, incredibly rewatchable. Yeah. I agree. And I'll make a, a confession. I I think this living witness, I don't think I'd ever seen it. Hmm. I think it was one of the episodes that I just missed. I've seen most of them. So how happy was I when Larry said living witness? And I started watching. I'm like, I don't remember how this is going to end. Hmm. So it was exciting. To, the to the double that. twist really catches. Yeah. 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 I forgot like about the said, double twist. I, you but know, do you guys I, have an explanation why the gloves? I didn't get the gloves. They're well, evil. Didn't you immediately tell they were evil? They make them sinister. <laughs> I yeah. guess. Gloves are that sinister? Okay. <laughs> gloves, when you don't need them, are sinister, yeah. I think. And it's a gloveless universe. No one else has ever yeah. has gloves. So. <laughs> and, and they, and they, 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 they had an almost Stormtrooper vibe to them. Yeah. You know, a little SS-esque feel, so... And it was good to let them do their mirror universe thing, essentially. The actors and yeah. must have loved that. Yeah. yeah. I, well. I laugh about how Next Gen and DS9 uh, and Voyager don't have a mirror universe. It was, I was saying during our, during our commentary that, that it's another case of where, you know, TNG didn't lean on anything original series. Include, and the mirror universe was probably, they probably thought, you know, I'm sorry, they probably thought at the time out of the gate it was so hokey. And then Voyager is, is not going to say, you know, DS9, Iron the Guys are such radicals going back to TOS things. Well, yeah, right. hell, let's do a mirror. Yeah. And everybody, you know, Rick and the, they're rolling their eyes. And then Voyager, it's that idea of, yeah, give the idea, the actors some chin. Let them loose. Chin, yeah. Chin, yeah, let them loose. But yeah. we're going to do it on a different, higher plane than just right. the mirror. You know, <laughs> I, I can totally, you can totally see the personalities and the eras of the shows coming through. Hey, um, um, uh, somebody, well, I mentioned this, and I think you did just then. It does give a different vibe. Um, the riot. You're talking about Living Witness. Yeah. I, oh, God. Yeah. Is yeah. there anything else about the themes in Living Witness that, that ring home well, for you guys when well, you're doing well, well, Dave and I were talking about yeah. this earlier, too. Another line that happens that resonates. before the, the, yeah. the, 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 the riot that resonates is that uh, the conflict between the two races and the... It's always, the, uh, it's always about race. Mm. Yeah. Know? And mm. so to put it in context, you know, the one thing is with what we left behind when we we went back and, you know, uh, brought up a, a couple episodes from Deep Space Nine. And a lot of people, fans and comments said, oh, the show was so prescient. And the show was so mm. prescient. And this mm. is one where people say, oh, the show is so prescient. And it's really not prescient. I mean, there's, the, the, first of all, Star Trek writers, are they're, they're, they know literature, they know history. They're very learned, learned people, and they understand human nature. And there's plenty of examples of human nature of these things throughout the, our history. So they were just drawing upon that. 
uh, in showing a story that could take place in the future. And if you haven't experienced it in your time, maybe it feels, oh, wow, that would mm. never happen. But obviously, we can see it happen. Or look at this quaint old here. idea we're pulling back from decades ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and then yeah. you know it 20 years later. Oh, look, what's suddenly, sadly fresh and happening again. A riot over. Yeah. The yeah. line, an early line that I that jumped out at me again, where he says, you're not teaching. Our kids aren't going to learn your history. Right. Like, right. Yeah. yeah. It's going on. But the other thing is the poignancy, I think, of Robert Picardo's performance and how he misses his crewmates and that his reflection and missing them. That's a theme that we're going to be exploring. Uh, Yes. Dave, we got a great comment. You asked about gloves and um, Tim in our comments says, well, Con wore a glove. So I think that might oh. uh, <laughs> that might answer that. Uh, Good point. Okay, I'll buy that. <laughs> so one of my one of my favorite things about um um the DS Nine documentary was um the writers' room breaking uh, season eight, and yeah. um that really got my mind going and my imagination going. My my one frustration with Voyager was I I always wanted them to arrive back in the Alpha Quadrant um in the beginning of season seven. And then see see the fallout. Yeah, right. Yeah. So I'm wondering if um, if that has come up or will come up in any of your conversations, if if they had more time or if we could have seen. And, and now we've seen what's happened to Seven of Nine. Uh, we'll probably see a little bit of of what happens to Janeway. I'm guessing with with Star Trek Prodigy. But um, mm-hmm. is that about Seven on Picard? Right. Where is where is Prodigy in do you guys know where is it in the timeline? Is it 20 years later? Is it set during Voyager? I mean, it's animated, so they can do whatever they want. She that I haven't seen a year. She's a captain. I, oh. I, I we, they were saying Admiral, but yeah. then I saw references to captain in the press this week. So I haven't heard anybody say exactly. But it's at least. And she's not been a captain long, I think, at the time of Voyager, within a year or two. So it's it's within a year or two of Voyager or later. So we'll see. Uh, we don't know. Right, because she was promoted in Nemesis, right? She right. was Admiral. Yeah, yeah you saw yeah. her as the, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, one of the things that we definitely want to delve into in the documentary is is the Janeway effect mm. right. upon mm-hmm. young women. Mm-hmm entering into the sciences and engineering and um and that's that's something that i believe why she's was thrilled to come back to doing jane way because this is a show that's aimed at at kids and i think specifically at young women uh to inspire them to go into the sciences so um i think that's 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 a pretty cool thing yeah yeah and, and and it's just it's just fascinating that when we entered into doing this documentary, that was not we didn't know anything about uh, Prodigy. Mm. No, that these didn't all know. these things have come up while we're, <laughs> we're doing it. Yeah. Us. Thank you, thank you, Nickelodeon. Yeah, thank <laughs> you, God. Thank but you. But what Alan. really saves us is, uh, or I think is interesting about the documentary, it's the only in-person celebration that the cast. I was going to say yes. Got. On that cruise, that was it. Because we were set to go to Germany, I think, in April. We were yeah, going to go to Vegas. Yeah. We were going to go to London, and all canceled. Well, I was thinking though, and then, but but the silver lining of that is it's rougher to get everybody now, and and that atmosphere won't just be 
part of the the vibe of the shoot. But on the other hand, for all the Voyager fans that feel, and I know they're out there, that feel totally cheated because they got robbed of their, this is like the hugest cherry ever that to, on the top. This is like yeah. the, the rescue of the lost Voyager anniversary year, right? Well, I have to mm-hmm. thank CBS and uh, ECP, the cruise people. They opened up. We had run of that ship, right, Joe? I think oh, it's yeah. the most, those eight days we shot, we had a couple of 18 to 20 hour days, as I recall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was pretty exhausting. Yeah, stop. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it was well, only, what, six of us, seven of us? Yeah. Oh, my uh, gosh. Doing everything. Well, it was amazing that the cruise, much less you getting to shoot there, but it was amazing that cruise like squee. It's like oh. it's like the doors shutting on the on the Janolin in we, we got we got back to Miami <laughs> oh, on, 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 on on March eighth. Yeah. And what was on the fourteenth or the seventeenth, yeah. we were in lockdown. Yeah. But by the ninth, Joe, the uh, that Monday, the C D C was saying don't yeah. go on cruises because remember there was a cruise ship yeah. stuck off the coast right. of San Francisco. Right. Yeah. At the right. exact same time. But the wonderful thing is because we have talked to the cruise people, no one that they know of became ill. There was no, we just, it was the perfect yes. timing. It was incredible. Well, that, that when, one did ship, I, when did I go to, when did I have to run to Paramount and pull all our hard drives out of the office? I think that was when the city shut down March 20th, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't that long? I got, I got I, a call from Dave. I was in Thursday Connecticut. Night at, at eight, eight, yeah, he's in Connecticut. I'm at home. It's raining. It's 8 p.m. He goes, Joe, they're shutting down the lot. In all three our hours. store, All our media is there. They're shutting it down by midnight. I had to run over in my little mini and load up <laughs> every hard drive I could get in my car. And uh, Before it was lost forever. Yeah. Well, before well, it would have been. Yeah. It would okay. it would have been locked up for six yeah. months, and we actually we were coming out with the the captain's collection. I had a bunch of work to do for that. Wow. We, you know, we added extra interviews for that, but Including we had a lot Maury of things. Hurley. Yeah. Did yeah. Were, matter of fact, you, you've seen the extended Maury Hurley interview in in uh, oh in that. Oh, that was precious. I, Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, have you been editing the footage as you have during uh, during the pandemic? Since since you were able to pull some of it, have you been working on it, or has it just yeah, been sort of writing it and and going through it? Yeah. 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 We've had. Yeah, we haven't been actually editing, but uh, per se, other than we did. Well, we did. We've done some internal things uh, to 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 show potential distributors what we have from the cruise. But um, yes, the transcription reading it, thinking about, uh, you know, what new information has been brought up that we want to follow up on with other people and maybe go back to the, the subjects we've already done. So, yeah, yeah, we do, we do have that. Our focus for the last couple of months, though, have has really been on focusing on our Indiegogo campaign and just getting everything. Well, so let, let's talk about that. I want um, to ask. What? Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, what's some perks coming up? What's some things we can talk about Pe- for the Egogo? People are really excited. People really want to know well, yeah. well, we have, what's coming we up. We have a, a, a few cool shirts that... Uh, there is a page up now. It doesn't start till the first, but there's the page is up now, right? Yeah. You, you yeah, but you won't see... Yeah. You won't right. see all those those perks until... You won't see the perks until Monday. I, You know, we, we'll have some... You know... Uh, 
things that I could probably leak, uh, things that people really like from what we left behind. Yes. We had some <laughs> pin sets. Uh, so I think uh, people are going to be pretty happy to see some of that and the shirt designs. Well, I, I've yeah. been and hit up to they, put into a couple of things. So yeah. Yeah. We, have, we have some some what we call away missions and, and some Zoom meetings and yeah, there's going to be some th some things that uh, the diehard fans are really going to be excited by. I don't want to give too much of that away. It's gonna you're going to see it in uh, less than 48 hours. I think what we can tease, Joe, is that don't be surprised if you see perks from members of the other casts. Ooh. It might not even just be limited to Voyager. Ooh, yeah. Well, yep. I've already seen Ira tweeting in support of this. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and speaking of that, well, I see Ryan in the chat here. So uh, shout out to Ryan, um, oh, who's hey, running, Ryan. Ryan Ryan T Husk, who's helping you all out with that. I know. And Joe, can we, I think we can discuss. We can uh, tell them what we're working on with what we left behind. There is some news on that. Oh yes. Yeah. Oh, uh, do tell. There's going to be. Uh, an extended writer's room. Oh, yes. Day, but you're going to get to see what those guys did over the course of six and a half hours distilled, probably down to about five. You're sweeping up the editing room floor is what you're saying. <laughs> I, well, well, it's, it's actually, yes. It's Ira's passion. Ira wants that whole day out. He wants people to see what actually goes on and how a story is broken because the the key is they those guys as you saw in the film they took it so seriously that was not just for fun yeah. they and were they picked it right up from where they yeah left they, they off. were just right back from where they left off they yeah. got up to speed in maybe 10 minutes 50, after some joking around boom they were they and, were in it's not just for for star trek fans it's for people that want or that are interested right. 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 yes it's an educational yes. yeah tool. And so that was uh, that was something that Ryan, uh, Ryan Ira was very passionate from the beginning with the writers' room. That it, it was such a wonderful day to be a fly on the wall in that room, just to experience that. Uh, we, you know, we all want everybody to see what that was. Um, um, it was that was one of my favorite parts of the whole documentary. Yeah. So I can't wait to see that. Where um, is that going to be? A w where is that going to be? And when when can We're we not anticipate? Quite sure yet. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But at minimum, a Blu-ray DVD release for sure. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. okay. I'm very, okay. very excited. Is this the first time you've talked about this? Did we just break no. some news here? Uh, well, no, actually, Ira's referenced it. Uh, oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. And but I believe not, not a lot of Ira. Yeah. I think we talked about it with Ryan and Ciroc on the seventh uh, okay. rule. And, and Ira's brought it up, but this is the first time we're saying that we're actually moving for, we've actually made progress and okay. editing has been done and it, it's moving forward. Okay. So just a, but right now the focus is Voyager. So speak, oh, yeah. speaking yeah. of um, just as a practicality, um, do you all know what the link is for the Indiegogo? Um, what, what should people look up to, to find it on, on Monday? Uh, Void doc, a void void documentary will get you to uh, all the social media. Excuse me. Um, if you go to Indiegogo.com and 
search uh, Voyager, Voyager doc or uh, Voyager documentary, uh, you'll find it. Once the page is live, we will be uh, sharing it on all social media that, that we do, which is Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, uh, as well as our YouTube channel and 455 Films. Uh, social media will be also uh, sharing that. Uh, we'll be sending out uh, newsletters to previous backers we already have. Uh, many of you may have already seen announcements. Um, so yeah, we're, we're trying to uh, use the the the, the, the series of tubes that make up the internet <laughs> as efficiently as possible. Right. Well, Ryan's on the job. He's got the link in the chat here, yep. guys. I so. knew we would. Yep. Yep. No, there you go. Yeah, there you yeah go. Ryan, and Ryan's been great. Ryan's been, uh, we've had him chained to his computer. <laughs> uh, he doesn't get to, to leave. Uh, we, we've sent him plenty of empty water bottles for the next uh, 36 hours. <laughs> and yeah. Ryan's another fortuitous uh, outgrowth of what we left behind. We met Ryan through Deep Space Nine. I mean, that's through his Seventh Rule podcast. That's how we, that's how we met. There you go. Well, I, I don't want to put you on the spot too much, but we're, we're so much full of love for the writer's room recreation and then the, the graphic you know, depiction of that all. Is there anything, are you looking at any set pieces special like that for the... Voyager doc or, or yeah, something we can't even talk about it. Yeah. I mean, we, we don't want to, we don't want to uh, tip our hand, but we, we have one specific thing that we're very excited to do. Yes. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, I, I don't want to, I don't want to go farther than that. Well, uh, Larry, I'll, I will say when we talked to Brandon, the first words out of his mouth, I think were, how are you guys going to top the writer's room? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh no, Brandon feeling a little competitive there. Oh no, <laughs> there's, yeah. there's a healthy competition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I don't want to put you on the spot either, but I'm also going to. We've had oh, a will. number of questions in the comments section about the inevitable other flagship UPN show, um, Star Trek Enterprise. Any idea down the road if you all would like to explore that? I will say a resounding yes. Wow. And yeah. I um I love the guys in Enterprise, especially Connor and Dominic, who I've gotten to know very well over mm -hmm. the years. And uh we explored Enterprise and the Captains, certainly, mm -hmm. uh to a certain extent. But I think that's a fascinating story as well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I you'll, mean, you'll get a good quote or two out of John Billingsley. I mean, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> And Scott Bakula's well, terrific. I mean, all of them. Well, yeah. I, I will say I'm. I'm. Uh, we have a to go with our Indiegogo campaign. We'll have a pitch video that will be part of that, and there will be something in there that speaks directly to what you just asked. Yeah. Oh, you're making you're making our dreams come true here today. Um, <laughs> the, you know, the thing about Enterprise, I think all the series have this, um, and definitely with Voyager. Um, some of the stories about Kate and Jerry and uh, Seven and Janeway and, and all of those have, have really come to light. And it's been um, really helpful to to hear the, the actors involved kind of talking about that experience. But with Enterprise, so much has come to light about the studio's pressure and how the studio Absolutely. was seeing Enterprise versus the cast versus the crew versus the writers. And I, I would love to see that story told and come together because it's really in 
bits and pieces, DVD footage here, interview here. Um, it, it would be it, a documentary for Enterprise just would make so much sense. Yeah, I have a lot of love for that show. So mm-hmm. I would say it's very, very possible. So help us with Voyager. Voyager needs any more, you know, uh, talking points. But yes, yes, that's a, yeah. that's, that's the icing on the cake. Get, yeah. make, get out of this and and move on down the road. But I see how I I couldn't do it. I mean, I've done the original series with Bill. I mean, certainly mm-hmm. done a lot there. We did Chaos in the Bridge. What we left behind, Voyager. How do we not continue with Enterprise? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and speaking of, um, you sold me. Yeah, I'm I'm right here. I'm greenlighting it right now. Yeah, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> Thank you, Larry. Anytime. How um how can people help? What would be the best way? I know signing up for the Indiegogo. What can people do to really help the Voyager documentary? That's really it. And then retweet that link and spread the word. Yeah. Right, Joe. That's what we need. Definitely. You know, we'll be. Yes, share the share the the pitch video when it comes out with people because that will that's messaging from basically from us and the and the cast of Voyager um, to sh- just share and comment and keep the conversation alive. We're, we'll be throughout the campaign. You'll be seeing messages from various people uh, affiliated with the show and and. And from Star Trek, uh, the broader Star Trek family as well. Um, so we're going to try and keep everybody entertained and keep the word up. And we hope that you will help support us in any way that you can. Whether I don't remember any restrictions this way on DS9, but this is you're global, right? Everybody around because we've got a lot of yeah. folks across the pond both ways right with us right now. But it's Absolutely. global. Everybody around the world can jump in and. And right. get perks and, and donate. You know, and, yeah. and we understand that, you know, this is a tough time for a lot of people. So, you know, if you can't uh, support us through a donation, we we totally understand. But you can support us by spreading the yeah. word and letting many people know as possible. Yeah. You know, one one thing that, you know, we've done two previous crowdfunding campaigns, one for, for the love of Spock and one for, for what we left behind. And... Both times we waited until the day that we launched it to, to get the word out. And it was great, but we kept hearing from people. I still read comments. I wish I had known this was happening. I would have contributed. Um, and so we, we, you know, hooked up with Ryan and Ryan said, no, you got to start getting the word out. Mm-hmm. Ideally, we would have been getting the word out in December, but we, we started on January 1st. It takes time to get all your ducks in a row. And, uh, you know, he's he's really done a great job of letting people know this is happening. So now that it's going to happen, hopefully a lot more people are going to know than the previous campaigns. and A lot more people are going to be able to be a part of it. And that's always a rewarding thing for us as filmmakers to, to have that involvement and passion from the fan base, from the people that want to see this project. Well, Larry and I are going to do everything we can in the whole community here about getting the word out. And um, Joe, I'm just and- going to thank 
guys. Yeah. Well, we're gonna yeah. thank you yeah, for. Thank you yeah. No, we. Yeah, um, thank you too. The Star Trek family. I'll just do a picture real quick. I've had Lolita on the Trek Files a couple of times, and some more to come. And I want to get. I want to sit down with you guys on the Trek Files too, my podcast. Sure. So. Uh, so anything we can all do on all, all and you know everybody out there listening and, and, and watching. And, right and we have to give Lolita a great shout out because. Oh yeah, uh, this wouldn't be. We happening. couldn't be. We couldn't do this without Lolita's involvement, and she's helped us. Yeah. with so many of our projects uh and you know and it's just been great to work with her as a, a producer on this uh and interact because she's yeah. one she's in my mind she's star trek royalty she's been there from you know from from the next generation working directly with uh gene roddenberry and it doesn't get closer to the source than that so yeah Joe, Dave, yeah, thank yeah. you for being here and being so generous with, yeah. with your time and, and being part of our community. We can't wait to see this. Um, just a couple of days. Just yeah. yeah, so soon. Yes. Yeah. March first. Um, yeah, we're not going to be getting any sleep this weekend, I don't think, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I got to I got to go work on a video. <laughs> yeah. And Joe, everyone's everyone's sharing so much love for your shirt. We got a lot of love, especially oh, for you. NASA uh, right now. So people are loving your Absolutely. shirt. <laughs> um, any? Yeah, I, lo I love NASA. <laughs> any? Um, any? Any last uh, last things you all would like to say before we wrap up? Just. Well, uh, I I'd like to thank the continued support of the fans. I mean, I couldn't have created this kind of career without the support of Star Trek fans. And I really found, I mean, we had met so many people on the cruise that were so passionate about it. And then I found, you know, with the cancellation, I really missed that interaction. I mean, Larry, you know, we've become mm -hmm. friends with all of these people and, um, yeah, I mean, we we couldn't do it without the fans. That's it. And and you know, in the last year, Definitely. thank God for what we're doing right now. Uh, yeah. You know, there's YouTubing, but there's just the whole Zoom ability here, or whatever the channel is, just for people, for all of us to stay in touch this way. Yeah, it's helped. Uh, it's been amazing to keep civilization mm -hmm. moving along, much less fandom. But uh, yeah, but here you are that you didn't have to put everything on ice for a year. That you've actually been able to make some progress. And we have, yeah, yeah. definitely, yeah, oh. yeah. It's it's that's made uh, that made 2020 terrible for me personally. Being able yeah. to be busy uh, with something that I enjoy doing, <laughs> and it gave us time to work on the captain's collection, Joe. We had a lot of fun yeah. doing all yeah. the special features. Yeah, for that. Why don't you take a minute just to tag it? You've mentioned that twice. What you're is it a recut? Uh, you're doing some new footage? Well, we we uh, so we remastered that's all the films you. and and there we got all the. Oh, wow. uh, all the, the special features that were done at the time and, and those were all put on Blu-ray, which uh, none of those Shout films have Shout seen. Factory. Oh, uh, Shout yeah. Factory. Mm, yeah. And we put so, together uh, additional over two and a half hours of bonus content, which is really extended interviews with Grace Lee Whitney, Walter Koenig, Patrick Kellerman, uh, Patrick Stewart, Maury Hurley, uh, uh, Gary Lockwood. Um, uh, Ira, actually, yeah. uh, Melinda, Melinda Snodgrass. Who am I missing, Dave? I mean, that's a pretty good list. So essentially, <laughs> it's yeah. the five episodes of the captain's close-up, and one of the probably one of the mo most poignant moments on the documentary on the uh, Blu-ray is still kicking. We have the extended version of 
the conversation between William Shatner and Pat uh, Christopher Plummer. Yeah. Uh, you know, who just recently passed mm-hmm. away, and that's never been seen. So wow. there's a lot, and that of, was the, that was the first thing I ever I I ever yeah. edited uh, for Dan. And even the so first documentary that I did with Bill, Gonzo Ballet, is on there. So it's the entire Shatner documentary collection all on one Blu-ray. Scott wow. Scott in our comments is saying uh, the Captain's collection is tons of fun, and, and he really loved the extended Shatner plumber time. So that yeah. I haven't seen I haven't seen that. I'm going to have to pick that up. Um, yeah. Shout Factory well, I, has been so wonderful in distributing. Shout this, is the, awesome. Yeah, yeah. They were they were they distributed uh, what what we left behind, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah, they've yep, been wonderful. They did. Yeah. 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 And um, they're distributing the new Nichelle Nichols uh uh woman woman, oh, woman in motion. In motion, yeah, about Nichelle Nichols wonderful influence on NASA. Oh wow. Which yeah. has yeah. been really under under uh, promoted. I we were just talking with some people recently about how no one knows a lot of people don't have no idea about that. So well, wait yeah. you see this I, film. I, it's a wonderful I, I documentary. Just saw it, what, we, uh, like in the last month. I, I yeah. was I thought it was fabulous yeah and i see ryan's got a captain's collection link in the chat here too so oh, awesome. thank you ryan good on you ryan <laughs> well we're gonna return the thanks anyway, um yeah it's uh, from the star trek fan side of things thank you for preserving um for, thank you for being the living witnesses and and bringing that mm-hmm. these stories um together in a way that we can all have and hold on to and cherish and share. So thank you for everything you've done on all the past work and the work to come. Thank you guys. Thank Absolutely you. guys. Thank Thanks you. a lot. Yeah. All right. Been a lot of fun too. That's, yeah, so <laughs> thank you everyone. Well, we got it all wrangled. Yeah, um, guys, make it so and uh, yep. live long and prosper. You too. Bye everyone. Bye. And bye everyone in our, in our community. We'll see hey, you next I hope week. You enjoyed that, Ali? Are we gone? Have you been uh, playing music? We can we can do a wrap up. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, Joe and Dave, if you want to take, there we go. And we are back to uh, to Larry and I. Um, Larry, that was a ton of fun. So yeah, I, we had this huge argument, guys, and Ollie's are guests, Voyager, watch along. What are you talking about? And I said, no, it'll work. Trust me, trust me. Oh, that was so much fun. That was awesome, yeah. No, I, we wanted to help support the doc, and I said, well, let's try to find a way that fits, if not our normal routine, why don't we do a, a watch along? And it was just amazing that Living Witness is, A, a wonderful story about getting history wrong, Yeah, you know, documenting gone wrong and b it's a voyager so it was like perfect it was yeah glinda says live long and party on um i love that i have how have i not <laughs> heard that before that's awesome um yeah larry that was um dave and, and joe were so so lovely and so grateful to have them on um i know lolita was going to join but skype was not Skype was, Skype was giving her problems. Here it was a twofold thing. On one hand, I was bringing her along on Skype. It was, this ancient technology is not for everyone. But on the other hand, of all, you know, they've been doing a lot of, they've been, as I said, they've been trying to promote the, the Indiegogo ahead of time, more so than they've done ever so far. And they've got Ryan on board to help with that. <clears throat> and it's like, yes, let's help. Let's do what we can to help. Um, but of all the promo, it's mainly been Dave and Lolita doing them. Uh, not that Joe can't, and he's been part of the team for 10 years and he's a big part of that. Um, but he really, really wanted to be part of our watch along and see it and, and be in the chat and talk about the show and all that. So it was kind of a two thing, like Lolita was having tech issues with Skype and 
Joe was like, I really want to you know, talk about this and jump on this one. So it was it was great. And it was great to see him and talk again. Well, and, and this uh, is um, I think Joe mentioned this, how um, working on this project has been uh, so has helped him to get through 2020. And this is the thing about Star Trek. It's it's been something that's helped so many of us. It's helped you and me and our community here <laughs> to have life support live, have this as a part of our our life uh, in 2020. And um Knowing that the Voyager documentary is on the other side of this is also something to really look forward to. Um, well, uh, we're going to be back to our regularly, regularly scheduled program <laughs> next week, folks. Um, until then, um, please support the Voyager documentary on Monday, um, and we'll be sharing the, that information as well. Uh, and I and I should say, I saw a few new names in the chat today, yeah. especially on the YouTube side. If you're new to us. Thank you. We didn't really say this up front. I'm glad to see you, but we are here every week at this time. We have a completely different normal structure. This is our alternate <laughs> one when we do this a This is our month. alternate history this structure. This is our alternate universe. <laughs> I forgot to wear all my gold and black today. But I didn't uh, wear my gloves. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, join us. We're here every week, and you can go to the the uh, Facebook page as a group page, and we talk about people post fun things. We decide themes for the week. We have a lot of fun there. But uh, like and subscribe where you're watching right now, especially on YouTube. Yeah. Um, love to see you again. Thanks for listening to the Life Support Live podcast. We'd love to get your feedback on this episode. I'm at Alimatu on social media. And I'm at Larry Nemechek. Hey, if you like this show, we'd really appreciate it if you could leave us a review. It'll help more people to discover life support. And you can join the community at our Life Support Live Facebook group. If you'd like to learn more about psychology and mental health, check out my YouTube channel at youtube.com slash the psych show. And for a deeper dive into all things Trekland, like Portal 47, check out Larry Nemechek's Trekland on Facebook and YouTube. Until next time... Live long and prosper. Trek well, everyone.